Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Every single item at my CVS is under lock and key. It's like a little mini Alcatraz, if you will. You can't buy anything. You could buy maybe like four things that aren't locked up. But if you want a toothbrush, if you want toothpaste, if you want mouthwash, deodorant, razors, really Advil, anything you would actually go to the drugstore for, it is behind a glass locked case as though it's being featured in a Sotheby's auction somewhere or it's the heart of the ocean, that necklace in the Titanic. Level five security, you have to ring a bell. Then you have to purposely ask the staff if you could take the herbal essence for a conjugal visit. It's like awkward. You have to plead your case. You're like, I just, I just need to wash my hair. So if we can, can I take that one item? I don't know. I'm not Gary V, right? I don't, I'm not Gary V. I don't know a lot about business, but I, I just think more things would get sold if you didn't have to fill out paperwork every time you wanted to buy something at the drugstore. Shelf by shelf, by the way. It's not, hi, I'm here. Can I have the key? It's aisle by aisle. And if you don't call someone, an alarm goes off, like it's the Thomas Crown Affair. Men in bowler hats just start running around the store as Sinnerman by Nina Simone starts playing in the background for them to come unlock it. So if you want to go shopping there and buy multiple items, it's about a 45-minute trip because you have to wait for them to unlock it. Then you have to find the next thing you want. Then you have to ring the bell again. It's like you need a see it or like a, a private shopping guide or... I just don't understand how anything is getting done because there, there's times where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go pick up dental floss. And I'm like, I don't have the time to sit here. I'm ringing the bell. No one's coming. Forget it. I'll just explain to my dentist that the dental floss was in maximum security prison. And that's why I couldn't floss my teeth between visits this time. Why has it become a thing like this? What's going on? And then, by the way, they can't even, the staff is so busy unlocking things that now everything is self-checkout. And self-checkout is terrible because, but guess what? That doesn't work either because you have to also ring the bell because you need the woman to come with the card and fix it. And there's always like an old lady that I have to help. And I'm like, as I'm checking her out, I'm like, is there employee benefits? Because I officially work here. If you presented that business model on Shark Tank, I just don't think they'd like it. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, guys, I am so excited for today's episode. Uh, I'm so excited about our guest, but I also wanted to quickly say, I know we have touched on Hilaria before in a previous episode, but she is the gift that keeps giving. And I'm kind of obsessed with the whole situation. So we will be touching on Hilaria for a bit again today which means we will revisit my British accent. I know, I know you missed it, so it's back. The other thing I wanna say is if you're new here, I like to remind people, please leave a five-star review on Apple. I know it's annoying to keep hearing that, but it actually does help. Like I'm not just saying it, it's part of the algorithm. We're trying to get on a playlist, guys. We're trying to get on a recommended list. So help me out. If you like this podcast, let's do it together. Also, as always, if you like it, please share on your social, tag me in it. Uh, That also helps grow the podcast. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for sticking with it. And oh, 
If you guys have any um, topics that you want me to cover, please, my DMs are always open on my Instagram at Jenna Kingsley or at Official Social Studies. I hope you're following both. I'd say it's time for me to shut up, but I am just getting started. Let's start today's episode. I'm kind of obsessed with humans, human behavior, and the things we do all day, every day that we're not even paying attention to. In fact, I find it kind of hilarious. So much so, I even made a show about it, and it's called Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley. Let's get started with today's episode. My guest today is a hilarious stand-up comic who you may have seen on Jimmy Fallon. She's hilarious. She also has a podcast on your media called The Allie Colbert Show, um, which you should catch. I'm excited to have another Dear Media uh, podcaster on who's awesome. Allie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Joining us from LA. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about that we have to get right down to because it just happened is Hilaria Baldwin not letting go of her dream of being Spanish, which she just came out and said she could be fluid. Right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Ilaria. I call her Hillary Thomas. That's my stance on it. I can't break from it now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like she's really, she must be just really confused at this point. Like, because you can't be that deceptive of a liar. Like, I think she's just really, she really must have tricked herself into believing this. Like, I think this is mental illness. Yeah, this goes deep, but so does my obsession with it. You know, I had covered this earlier and I want you to tell everyone about your hilarious video, which we just, you just mentioned. but. When I went to like London, I, I speak in a British accent, like like a psycho. I can't control myself. Oh, I do. so you're mentally ill too. I'm, Ill, yeah. I'm mentally ill, but I, I admit it. I'm like, I have no ties. I'm not British. I'm from New York City, but I, I get there and I'm like, hello. Like, how, and I can't control That's myself. That's horrible. It's That's horrible. horrible news. It's horrible. I'm so annoying. How dare you come on here and start talking about Hilaria? I am no better. However, there's also like an ethnicity issue. Like you can't. Yeah, right. And now she's comparing it to like the LGBT community, like the, like the flu, like being fluid. Right, right, right. So you're, you're saying, you know, if it was enough, if it was like Australia, that would be acceptable. But, but the, the, the real issue here is that, you know, she's a white girl. She can't be Spanish, but wh- why don't you choose a place like Italy? <laughs> no, I know what it really is. <laughs> Here's the thing. When I speak in a British accent, I tell people, like, if I meet a British person, I'm like, I'm so annoying. Like I, I'm going to start speaking with a British accent. I have no business doing it. I'm I'm going to start annoying you. Right, right. Saying bloody yeah. hell. I mean, yeah, my mom does that <laughs> where like if we're at a restaurant, no matter what the restaurant is, she doesn't even, she doesn't do it purposefully. She just sort of picks up the sort of candor and the intonation of the waiter. If we're at a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> if we're at an Indian restaurant, it's like hugely offensive, but she's doing it from a place of like connection. She like wants to be like, closer. She's like a part of the tribe. I mean, that's probably why you're doing the British thing. You feel like you fit in a little and it feels like everyone's doing it. I think I'm doing it 
because I'm so annoying. And I also think I'm doing it because, but I'm the first to say, like, I know that this is annoying. I can't, I love British accents so much. Yeah. So your awareness, your awareness is really your superpower. Self-aware of my crazy. Wait, does your mom say mozzarella in like an Italian restaurant? No, my mom wouldn't say mozzarella. My mom would just be like, my mom would just like start breaking down her English, being like, you like miming things and like <laughs> piecing together short. You know how people like they try and like just use like certain words, like they won't f- string, string together a whole sentence if they think it's better for you to speak in broken English also. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do the impression of it because I'll get canceled, but <laughs> that's what she does. But the difference is that you're not telling people that you're English. No, exactly. Exactly. You're not like I'm from Great Britain and like it's it's my family's there and it's like really a part of me like being there. You're not I doing mean, that. when you're doing the accent, it's so tempting now. I just want to do the whole podcast. We British should do the whole podcast in British accents <laughs> and be like, what is wrong with Ilaria? I mean, <laughs> why is she doing an accent? Like, it's not, it's, we don't want to do accents. You know what? Hilaria is fucking smart. We all want to do accents. We, we all, all like do pretending them. we're from someplace exotic. <laughs> so you know what? She's like your champion, dude. <laughs> She's just doing awesome. what you wish you could do. I'm a self-hating Hilaria stan. Okay, so this is where I ran into the real issue. Like, obviously, it came out that she was faking the whole Spanish thing. She never gave up the dream. She kept posting, like, her kids learning flamenco dancing, eating, like, instead of saying beans, she's like, they're eating legumitas. Like, she never stopped. And now she's fighting back in the press. Yeah. After being canceled, she's she's fighting back that she it's confusing and she's fluid. Yeah. Tell, tell us first of all about your video that went viral about Hilaria. Well, I did a I do these like front facing videos on Instagram that are just when you have like free time on your hands, you can anyone does them. And I did an impression of Hilaria explaining like how she's confused. She's like, I just forget like sometimes that I'm from like. No, I'm sure like, I don't know why I forget it, but, and just like, you know, it just makes no sense. But yeah, I think that, and I watched some of the interviews because it's not just her accent or her claiming that background that's concerning. When she speaks about her upbringing in her interviews, she sort of like circumvents the fact that she was like from new, like people will be like, oh, you moved to the United States to go to NYU or wherever she went. And she'll be like, uh, well, my family lives in uh, Spain and I, and it's like, but you're, that's not where you, your parents are like two New Hampshire, like two New Englandites that retired on Mallorca. Yeah. They're you like Patriots New, fans. New Hampshire. They're Patriots yeah. fans. Like it's and like, they're not running around with accents. It's crazy. And, and now she's taking such a stance and she keeps posting about like fluidity, gender fluidity. Like I think she's trying to make a case. She's trying to make a case that people can be whoever they want to be. But but they can't. And <laughs> but at the same time, you know, I was well, I'll save this for for when you're when you asked me cuz you had me um write something uh write something down that baffles me about human behavior. Yes, yes. And a part of what baffles, I mean, I'll we say We can go into later. it now. Let's go into it. But a part of what baffles me about human behavior is that like we care. Like we're all going to die. Yes. So like if Hilaria wants to spend her her, you know, 70, 80 years on this planet 
pretending she's something else. She can do that, right? Why can't she do that? This is her one life. She's going to die. We're all going to die. We care that she's faking an accent on Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, what are we okay? By the way, at this point, like you said earlier, at this point, it is meant, I believe that there is some confusion inside of her that she is not letting go of the dream. Like it's no longer an air. I love how you keep referring to it as the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's clearly her dream. Like she. I know. She, I have a friend. Her kids' names. Her kids' names. And the kids, the kids are like Domingo Sanchez. Yeah. Like it's, and now there's suddenly more babies. Oh, okay. Well, stop traffic. If we're going to talk about how crazy she is, there's something wrong with how much this woman likes being pregnant. That is enough. That's a red flag. She's like, I just want to be pregnant again. She's like, Alec and I are going to have like a 17th baby. And now they have like so many babies that are the same age and she piles them together in the pictures. Like a Cabbage Patch Kid collection. It's really strange. And you know, we're, we're forgetting about Alec too, because Alec... Like, if you see him, he's totally complicit complicit in the charade, or she duped him also. Because he's on the late night shows going, you know, my wife is Spanish and doing these, like, voices. Okay, so which do you think it was? Do you think that she duped him? Or do you think that he just, she's convinced him? And it seeped in, and now he's just accepted it. That I think totally. I think she's convinced herself. I think she's convinced everyone around her. I think she, this is what I imagine. I imagine she has grew up going to Spain for vacation and learned Spanish and said to, to, said to herself, I'm Spanish and start and just started speak and just, just repetition, repetition. You just believe it after a while. And he believes it. Do you think her in-laws or like Alex's brothers and their wives are like, why is she doing this? Why is she still holding on to this? They have, I think Alec probably, do you think they're having some conversation when all of their babies are asleep where he's like, why did you do, why are you lying? Totally. It's like this intimate couple right? fight that's happening. Yes. At night. He's like, I can't, now we all have to pretend forever. I mean, yeah, she's, she has to like, I mean, she did one interview. I'm sure you saw it where it was like a cooking segment. And the cucumber. Come se dice? Yeah. Como se dice? In English. Yeah. What is that? You know, I have to what say, is I, that? I, cucumber is an easy word to forget in English. Like uh, sometimes I walk around oh, and I'm please, like. please. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> cucumber. It's I a cucumber. <laughs> it's a Cadbury cucumber. Um, and do you think that this is so well, that this is so triggering to people because a part of us, like like you said at the start, like we all kind of want to have an accent. We all kind of are tempted to do what she's doing, and and that's why. Maybe I'm jealous that she's living. <laughs> Maybe I'm jealous that she's faking the accent for life. Yeah, and I only fake it on vacation. It's unfair because we all want, we all want to do it. We all would do that, but we're all we all have brains. What would, what accent would you take on? French, 100%. French. That's a hard one. I can do one accent that feels kind of like a hybrid French and Spanish, but I just like being like, ah, like, I don't know about that. Like, mm, I'm trying to think about how to, oh, I'm really thirsty for like a little bit of water or something like that for sure. Oh, that's Spanish. That's kind of, I think that's like Brazilian, maybe. Maybe that's, that's my, that's my accent. <laughs> okay. I like that's it. That's my own. I, I do like it on stage. It. What? And you're British. I know you're British. Oh, definitely. And I'd be like Cockney. Like I wouldn't even be like. I. 
You're so confusing to me. I would be Cockney. If I was British, I would like like a more refined British accent, like something really (laughs) particular like that. (gasps) That's really good. Nice. That's a really good one, by the way. I I would go full on Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, yours is like a little wonky. Yeah, I'd like work in a brothel, like it's somewhere like in the in the villages. It sounds like it. It sounds like you have like a shift at the local pub and you're like, what you are? You want a pint? You want some shepherd's pint? Like, I don't know why. Why wouldn't I go like Queen's English? Like, why would I go so? Uh, can you do that? Can you do it? I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know. Like, Oh, I, that's pretty good. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I would go gritty. Maybe I just have like a really, in real life, I'm, I have a, trashy side okay that's what you're saying you're saying that's like your inner like white trash finds itself if i had yeah like if i had to change countries i would stick with my inner desire to be i have to say yeah like americans we have potential to be so trashy but then i see like love island like the original season have you seen it i haven't seen love island but i am a like i'm a fan of all trash reality right. shows but they're like i'm 21 i'm looking for like a mate to hold me down my nan says i can't be on this show but i really want to find it <laughs> um it's like so aggressive it's like trashier than anything you've ever seen in america do you like that show i love that show i i'm a huge have you are you a love is blind watcher i watch love is jessica's from there's only one season jessica she, yeah but it's coming back it's after the altar jessica's 34 mark is 24 but can I tell you my one bone to pick about Love is Blind? Yeah. I don't think it was like, I think they pe- cast one guy that looked like they copy and pasted him seven times over. If Love is so blind, show me a fat person. By the way, like Cameron and who's the other? They look like twins. Um, oh, What's the tall guy? Was it Mary John, Gigi? They look like the same person. There is this, and Kenny. There's three of them with the reddish facial hair i don't want it to be oh love is blind you look just like the other guy i want him to come out in like a wheelchair and be from it like let's make love blind show me if it's blind (sighs) don't show me if it's a tall guy with auburn hair by the way it's so true you have to make it so unacceptable that when the people met they were like i just shock me shock me that's such a good good looking that's a good looking That's a good point because even if it's not your type, like I want it to be so awkward when you meet. I want there to be something so bad that you have to look away, like missing some missing teeth. (laughs) Make these people heinous. (laughs) Yeah. You want to prove a point? Prove a goddamn point. Show me (laughs) someone who's been punched in the face 10 times. (laughs) It's so true it's so true love is not blind if everyone is kind of good looking like by someone's experiment it you know what there was a lot of hair extensions there was a lot of fake eyelashes that's not that's too much work i agree the only people that have let themselves go So creeping on your IG stories today, I saw you bring up cold brew. Oh God. Makes you a mean person. Yeah. You too? No, but I want to, I want to get what I really want to get into. And I do want to hear why you think that is cold brew makes you a mean person versus hot coffee. 
Mm-hmm. But in Tallahassee coffee, and for those of you who don't live in LA, because I don't think we have them here, is such a long experience. You go in for coffee and it's like mm-hmm. a full-term pregnancy when you, <laughs> like you go in there. They, the men have their like lumber sexual beards. It's a whole show. It's like getting They actually coffee. grow the beards. They grow, they grow the beards. The, the man buns start forming while you're waiting. I got a cup of coffee there. I was in Silver Lake. That's the only one I've ever been to. I don't, I'm sure there's others around. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm freezing. I'm just going to get like a coffee. And they're like, okay. And literally the process starts. They start growing the beans. It is like, is why is this a thing? Or do people in LA have more patience than people in New York and other areas of the country is really my question. So, you know, I'm like very much like an East Coaster. Like I'm, I've been living in New York for the last like 12 years. I just moved to LA over the pan, before the pandemic, pre-pandemic. Okay. So I see that. I see exactly what you're saying. I mean, people here have, not only do they have more patience, they're just a lot dumber, which is what it is. They're, they don't have the, they don't have the sort of mental uh, awareness to know that they shouldn't wait online for that, that long. <laughs> New York, we're smart enough to get upset about it. We leave, we shut the place down. Yeah. Yeah. We're ready we're to complain. Waiting. No, don't, don't go there. We got to go to a meeting in LA. Everyone's like, I just came from my yoga and you know, oh, I'm going to this sound bath at, noon i might be a little late so you we can wait to watch a man grow his beard um but yeah a lot of these coffee places the process is really long-winded and also the order like we have stuff in our beverages here that like i think new york is catching on but like not fully like i don't see a lot of coffee shops in new york that are like putting um adaptogenics in the coffee like that's a big thing here Uh, by the way now i feel i i feel like in new york as you know because you lived here there's carts with cold stale coffee in like vats and men like just look out a little plexiglass window and we're just like (laughs) we'll take it we don't care if it's hot and it's true no i don't what are adaptogenics adaptogenics are julian what are adaptogenics my girlfriend is like a yoga teacher, wellness guru. So oh. she actually knows all of this stuff and she okay. buys into it, all of it. But it's just like make-believe herbs that make you feel better. A hundred million dollars. Yeah. Is it like CBD in your coffee? It's though, God, they have CBDs always in the coffee. You can put CBD in the coffee. M- MCT oil. Have you heard of that? Oh, I have heard of the MCT oil. How do you take your coffee? So I put just a little almond milk and cinnamon in my coffee. It's very basic. It's very, but here's what I want to talk about with you. I love an iced coffee, but to me, it doesn't, I drink it so fast. It becomes like a shot. Like I suck it all down. So the experience of like a morning coffee for me has to be hot. So I can have the experience of like looking out the window, like I'm in a, you know, a Netflix movie about moving to like a foreign village, even though they're jackhammering outside my wall right now, guys, you can hear the jackhammers. <laughs> but like, I need to have that, like, that's like a meditation time. When I get iced coffee, I put the straw in my mouth and I'm like, <laughs> gone. You're so right. You're so right. So that's why I can't have the morning iced coffee that everyone is so hooked on. Cause I would drink 18 gallons of it. Okay. Let me tell you something. I yeah. was you. I was you. <laughs> you were me. Okay. And then what I, happened? I, so what happened was when I came here, it was so hot 
that I had to forego the hot coffee because I was waking up and I was, I have a dog. I'd go outside and walk the dog. And I, I like to get coffee out of the house in New York. I make my own coffee, but I, there's something I like about getting a hot, like espresso grade coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I want totally. the cup. It just, it just feels different. I'm like, this is better. This is worth it to me. If I'm yeah. not going to be a millionaire because of this, I'll spend the latte money on the coffee. Right. So I was doing that. And then when I got here, it was too hot. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll do an iced coffee. But the same issue as you, I slurp it down. What's the point? I'm losing the sort of ceremonial aspect of, of, this, mor- of this morning. And then no one has iced coffee here. No one has iced coffee. So when I started to ask for iced coffee, they would give me cold brew. And I was like, oh God, I don't know if I can handle cold brew. What, by the way, is the difference between like cold brew and iced coffee for the basic coffee drinkers such as myself? Look, I'm pretty sure cold brew is steeped differently and it has like a higher like caffeine grade. It's like espresso based instead of being... Got it. By the way, I don't know. We should Google this. (laughs) I was making it up confidently. (laughs) Okay. Because by the way... Iced coffee is like watery and cold brew is like espresso juice. Got it. Okay. So go on. So you started drinking it. So So I get the cold brew and all of a sudden my heart is going. It's like boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like on crack. And I basically... I liked how that felt. I like feeling like I could pass out at any minute. Oh my God. See, I hate I, that feeling. Like I hate that, that too much caffeine that I now feel like I'm like worrying about things. So I started drinking it. I started kind of liking the hype, but then every relationship in my life was deteriorating. How I was so? Like, Can you give us some examples? <laughs> I'm picking fights left and right. Everything is bothering me. I'm screaming at the neighbors. I'm fighting with my girlfriend. I'm telling my parents I'll never see them again. I'm just, you know, I'm joking a little. But the, the cold brew is just amping me up. And I'm just like, bum, 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 bum. I'm like living in an action movie. I'm like, I got to <sighs> cut this out. I have to cut this out. It's ruining my life. So now I went back to cappuccino. And how do you feel that? Do you, do you feel like it's not good enough? No, I feel like I can see clearly. I feel like, I feel like I was, I'm three days like clean now. I'm on the, <laughs> you're on uh, the oat milk latte. I'm on the oat milk latte and they have an amazing service here in LA. Shout out to Arrow. And they deliver you espresso grade coffee at your house for $1 delivery fee. No. Yeah, it's amazing. So I just got like a oat milk latte from them. Is Arrow, by the way, for everything or just coffee? For just coffee because, and like, I think maybe like a croissant. Got it. That's a pretty cool service. Because I'm a Postmate-aholic. Oh my God, me too. Me too, So just hearing about anything being delivered for a dollar, I... I just get so excited. It just excites me to such a level. Oh my God. I so get, I so see you. Like, (laughs) I I really feel that. Do you have breakfast? Like, or you just like, you drink your coffee and that's your breakfast? So I drink my coffee and then like an hour later, I have breakfast. I have to wake up and then there's no rhyme or reason to my breakfast. I, it could be everything. It could be a whole bagel situation, or it could be like some fruit, or it could be stale candy corn from my cabinet. There's no wow. rhyme okay. or reason. Like I said, you're a wild I'm, card. I'm trash. Are you a breakfast eater? I try to, no, I'm like kind of what you do. Like the coffee will curb my appetite. And I, I can't eat right when I get up. I find it to be kind of like nauseating when people are like, I just woke up. I want to have eggs. I'm like, ew, like calm down. Right. Like waking up to like the things on the griddle and then running to the kitchen. 
never yeah. happening for me. No, no, no. I want to wake up. I want to have my coffee. And then in like two hours, I can like maybe have like a smoothie. Yeah. I start slow. I start real slow. <laughs> now, can I ask you, how did you meet your girlfriend? So my girlfriend, um, she is, like I said, she's a yoga teacher and she runs these like um, retreats. So she'll do these like transformational retreats in like Greece and like Costa Rica and like these really cool sort of like very L.A. uh, focused on like spiritual, personal evolve, evolving and all that. And she had an uh, event in Topanga, California. Have you been? Uh, Yeah, I love Topanga. Super like gorgeous. And it was like this super L.A. event with like sound baths and cannabis and yoga. And then there was a comedy show and I was at the retreat. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I was booked to perform on the comedy show. Okay. And I met her there and she is, she's older than me. She's 35 and she's super straight. Okay. And I was like, um, I met her and I was like, oh, I'm obsessed with you. Like, here we go again. Me being obsessed with an, a straight girl. You know, what am I? Oh, was she straight at the time? Yeah. She's never dated a girl. <gasps> okay. I love it. Go on, go on. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not going to like pursue this. Like I, there's just no, nothing will come of this. But then she kept hanging around and I was like, what do you want? Like, what is going on here? And it just became clear that like, she, I guess was, op- she clearly is open to exploring. So, um, when I came back to LA, like we kept in touch. And when I came back to LA to, to film this show, her and I started hanging out and now we're dating. And we actually both dated one fuck boy. No, a a shared fuck boy that introduced us. And that's how we met. You're lying. No, he booked me on the show. He, she like had a bad dating experience with him. And I had like a bad experience with him, even though he's a nice guy. It just like, for whatever reason, was not gelling. But then we bonded over like how he was a fuck boy. And then that we started dating. is the greatest thing ever. And nice revenge on the fuck boy too, by the way. I know. I, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's now dying to be our sperm donor. <laughs> <laughs> Will you take him as the sperm donor? No, no, no. He's already donated plenty of sperm. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm and, joking. Uh, so that's amazing. I love that. I saw pictures of you guys. Very cute couple. I Thank love you. it. Allie, we are out of time. You, it's This was so this fun. This was so fun. What? You're so funny. Um, wait, before we leave, tell me now how people could find you, stalk you. What do you want to plug? This is your moment. Allie Colbert on everything. A-L-I Colbert with a K. K-O-L-B-E-R-T. That's where I am on Instagram, Twitter. You can see my show dates there. You can see whatever. That's where I am. All right. Well, you're going to also have to let me know when you're in New York because I'm definitely going to. Definitely. And you need to come on the Allie Colbert show, which is also on Dear Media. I definitely will. And everyone tune in to Allie Colbert's uh, podcast. I'm so excited. All right, Allie, thank you so much. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.